Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode one for one of the Rent to Rent Success podcast. I have got a talk for you today from a Rent to Rent rock star, Luke White, who makes over £1,000 a month from his first Rent to Rent HMO property in London. And this talk was recorded at a Rent to Rent live event. But Luke's journey wasn't without his challenges. Luke started off with what he describes as a nightmare property. And I know you're going to love the insights in this episode. Luke is a true rent-to-rent rock star. It was a delight to work with him in the Rent-to-Rent Kickstarter mentorship. And if you want to get started yourself, go to renttorentsuccess.com slash guide. Now let's go over and listen to Luke's talk all about how he got started in Rent to Rent. And I'll see you on the other side. Good evening, everyone. Good to be here with you today. I am also, no, I'm not really. I was going to say I'm also based in Greenwich, but, you know, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But it's, it's great to be here with you today. And I'm looking forward to the opportunity to get into the Q&A. So if I'm going too fast through the presentation, just stand up and say, Luke, you're going too fast, mate, and I'll slow down for you, right? Good, good, good. So that's me, by the way. He's gorgeous. He is. Oh, God, I love him. And they call me a, a rent to rent rock star. I didn't give myself that name but I humbly accept it. That's what they give us on the program that we're part of, but you'll get to know more about that as we go through the presentation. So, so far, I'm officially a London property entrepreneur, three deals in the last 12 months. I control over four million pounds in property and I'm a HMO service accommodation realist, not a specialist, I'm a realist. Because sometimes when it comes to these things, a lot of numbers are thrown out there and I like to bring people right back to earth So I consider myself a HMO and serviced accommodation realist. You can't steal that. That's mine. So I want to go right back to the beginning of the journey. Go right back to 2019. In 2019, I had no deals. I had had nothing. I was nothing to do with, with, with property at all. But interestingly enough, I worked in... Uh, supported living. I worked with young people in in supported living. I'd been there for about five or six years. And as I began to speak to some of my colleagues and understand how the supported living system worked, I realized that the, the properties that I was working in, they weren't owned by the company that I was working for. So I started to ask a few more questions. And then my manager at the time, he was thinking about doing things going going his own way. And then the placement manager, who is really the key person, because she was the one who had all the relationships. I'm sure you might come on to some of this. She had the relationships with the boroughs. So she was responsible for getting the the young people into the, the homes. She had decided that she wanted to go her own way as well. So between the three of us, as we spoke about, okay, how could we do this? The only problem we had was we didn't have uh, a, a, a property to do it in the most important part <laughs> we didn't think it all the way through but nevertheless we needed a property and so 
I had heard through the grapevine that someone in my family, a relative, had a property that she was having problems with, a property that she had been used to having tenants in, but she was now in the process of emptying it out. And so I I approached her and I said, would it be possible for us to run a semi-independent unit out of your property? And she liked the idea and she thought, yeah, that's great. Okay, go for it. I didn't know. Again, I had no training on on the rent-to-rent model. I didn't know how it all worked, but I'd heard the term guaranteed rent. So I kind of promised her (laughs) she'd get some rent. And I just kind of said what I needed to say. And obviously, she knows me, obviously. So she knew at the very least she would always get paid. So she said, yes. She said, go ahead. And then probably a month into that journey, one of my partners, he disappeared, stopped responding to messages. And the other one, while she responded to messages, she was like, I'm not really feeling this anymore. So I was left with a property. I think I promised two and a half grand at that point. It was a, five, it was a six bed HMO. Uh, well, six bed ensuite property um, in Northwest London. And I had to kind of figure out what I was going to do with this property. So I started to just scour the internet, scour YouTube and, and see, okay, what, what can I do? And so the first thing that I bumped into was this idea of, of service accommodation, renting it out on Airbnb, renting it out on bookings.com. And I just kind of just threw myself at it. I was just like, okay, let's just try and figure this out. So for the first couple of months, I made no money. I had to take out a personal loan, in fact, to cover the rent of the first two months, five grand I had to cover and, and nothing seemed to be working. Eventually I put it up on, I put it up on bookings.com and some properties, some bookings started to come through and we started to make a little bit of money. But then I ran into the problem of, of actually consistently, consistently getting revenue and, and making sure that the property was of a standard that people wanted to continue to book. So the first point I realized was that other people's problems are our opportunities simply in disguise. So the fact that my, my relative had a house which she was struggling with, tenants she was in the process of throwing people out, I realized, okay, cool, all right, if, I'm just, if I just listen, if I just listen to people and listen to what they have to say and listen to what they're struggling with, I'm sure some opportunities will, will come from this. So that was the first Thing I realized from my journey. As I started to look through things and look online and do a bit of research, I then kind of spruced up the property. So these are, you can see some of the bedrooms, one, two, three, four bedrooms there, kitchen. I just basically went on the Ikea spree. Again, I didn't have no money, so financed it all. <laughs> financed it all, um, about three grand, no interest. But the issue I had was I didn't have any systems. I didn't have anything in place to deal with turnover, changeovers, to deal with the linens, to deal with everything. So I then brought my sister involved, my dad involved, my mum involved, my cat was involved. Everyone was involved. Like the cat was really good at folding the bed sheets, And I was just doing everything I could to just to, to do the changeovers. And it, I was just getting worn out because I didn't fully, fully know what I was doing. And so I, then I decided, okay, Let's just get long-term tenants in here. Let's just get long-term tenants in, make sure I can secure that rent over a longer period of time. And from then, it's been a a little bit smoother. So here are some of the figures from from that deal. So the rent owner is two and a half grand. So total outgoings is about three and a half grand a month. The rent from the tenants is 4,600. And it cash flows now about a grand a month. And it's, you know, it's, it's there, it's done. So that was the first deal. It was it was almost accidental, but yeah, it led on to, to, to future things. And then from September 2019, so remember, I got that property in on my birthday, March the 1st, 2019. And it was all of the, the messing around, the fiddling around took us to September 2019. But then between September 
19 to March 2021, nothing, 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 nothing. And I was, when I was putting this presentation together, I was thinking to myself, why was this? And then I realized, well, I, I just got blinded by all the other opportunities, right? So I started and ran my own social media agency for a short term. I was like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, let me do that. Then I tried the semi-corporate world for a bit. That was a travesty. I mean, day one, I wanted to take my shoes off. They were like, you can't take your shoes off at the desk. I, I dozed off at my desk. In my break time, they're like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, why? You can't wear T-shirts. It, was, it just didn't work out for me. So that lasted about six months. And then I also started podcast coaching because I've launched a few podcasts in my time. And I, I started a whole podcast coaching company. But the point is that um, the greatest distraction to your property journey is going to be other opportunities. Like sometimes you think it's going to be something specific or something like, you know, something bad that happens in the journey. But what's going to happen is people are going to throw other opportunities at you and you're going to come across other things. Or you're going to think that if I start again on something else, it's going to be a quicker route to success. But unfortunately, everything takes hard work and a lot of things just take time. And compound interest doesn't just only apply to money. It applies to our efforts as well in whatever area we're in. And so I want to encourage you all not to take your eye off the prize to really stay. I think I've got on the next slide. Oh, no, I don't. It's coming up, though. But to really stay focused and to really focus. And then, which brings us to obviously one of the greatest films ever made. I mean, wax on, wax off. Come on. All right, Mr. Miyagi and Daniel San. That wasn't appropriation. That's how he said his name in the film. Okay. So this for me teaches you everything you need to know about your property journey. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, you're going to be knocked off course, you're going to have to learn things, you're going to have to do the same things over and over again until you finally get to that point. But what this also teaches me is that when the student is ready, the master appears, right? And so I don't think I was ready yet in my journey to go on to the next step, to take on more tenants. And that's why there wasn't progression. And that's where rent to rent success to rent to rent success comes into the program, comes into my, yeah, into the program. Because for me, it came at a point in my journey where I needed something more. I needed a roadmap for success. I needed a supportive community and I needed access to expert knowledge and advice. Because I have I have lots of energy, lots of enthusiasm, charisma, good looks, all of it. But the most important thing was that without this is, is pointless. Because if you keep doing the same thing the same way, you've all heard it, you'll get the same results, right? And I needed something new. And it was this course came at the perfect time for me to be able to apply my, my journey so far. And that applied with, with, with these steps, what has been the, the, the mark of success. So I joined this course in March. No. Yeah, I think it was March 2021. So about a year ago. And along with this course, I decided to, to focus, which is I love the acronym. I didn't make this up, but I'll take credit. Follow one course until success. Right. That's really what focus means. You just follow one course, tunnel vision, follow one course until success. If you do that, I believe most hurdles you can get over. So I focused for 100 days just on the rent to rent course. That was my only focus. Get up in the morning. What's the next thing I need to tick off? Just, just go through the steps. Just go through the modules. But has everyone heard of Rent to Rent Success, the program? Has everyone, sorry, put your hand up if you haven't heard about it. Just so I know I'm talking to you. Okay, so there's a few of you. So basically, it's, a, it's an online community that coaches you through all the steps that you need for, for, for the Rent to Rent model. 
and it's you get access to the whole course and you go through the steps online and then weekly you also join in for for coaching calls where you can share your ideas share your journey so far arts for advice right so I, for 100 days, I just focused on that. Now, what I'm about to show you, I've got to, I've got to take my jacket off for this one. Because what I'm about to show you guys, this for me, I could cry every time I go through this next one I'm about to show you. I could, I could, I may actually cry. I'm not going to promise it. There's nothing wrong with crying. I'm a man. I can cry. It's fine. This for me was the saddest and the happiest moments in my life, right? This is the deal that I got after 94 days on this course. Well, that's nothing. It's, not, it's all right. It's nothing special. All right. Oh, gosh. I can't do this, guys. I can't do this. This was it. Why folding doors to the garden? I mean, oh, my God. Like, just 60-inch TV. That's Oso oh City. He's got amazing music on YouTube. Anyway, that's a side note downstairs. Just, we just had like, this is the master bedroom. You've got jacuzzi, bath. You've got the shower, everything. Oh, this is painful. This is everything, guys. Let me just, let's just look at the figures here. The rent to rent was five and a half grand, right? And my wife was like, mm, are you sure? I was like, no, I'm not sure. Let's try Five and a half grand, right? Insurance is usual, usual kind of things. I got an investor involved, which again, I'll tell you a bit about that at the end. 1,500 I had to pay her back for the first six months. Maintenance about 300 pounds. So total outgoings, just under eight grand. Now this is a conservative figure, guys. This is if I only had 50% occupancy at 500 pound a night. I think that's right. Someone do the maths. But basically conservative figures. And I still was cash flowing 1,600. So once I've paid back the investor, it would have been over three grand. Oh, God. Oh, God. It was so good. It was a rent to essay. It was, it was rent to service accommodation. It was beautiful. What happened, Luke? What happened? Well, here's what happened, right? I, some people got wind of the property and they decided that they wanted to have big raves in the property. Can you imagine? People that I would usually rave with. My type of people. Oh, Cool. I get a message one day and it's on Airbnb and it's one of the one of the one of the neighbors and they say something's happening at your property. Again, it was again our face didn't my face didn't fit on the road anyway, so they were a bit like anyway. But they were just being honest with you. But they were like, yeah, something's going on at your property. There's young people. I'm sure they're smoking weed in the garden. And da, 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 da. I'm like, oh no, weed. So I was like, okay, let me get <laughs> let me get let me get to the property quickly. Come to the property now. This is like a residential street. You've got like 200 young people just on the road in the house. No, 200 is conservative, like 300 people. You saw the room. You saw the room. Like the police said there was like, they had emptied this out, emptied it out. They put it neatly downstairs, neatly outside. About 200 young people just in this space. And I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Police came, police went in, said it was COVID. They said, though, there's nothing we can do, you know, that it's a civil matter. I just sat outside for a couple of hours and then I just went to my bed. <laughs> what can I do? I just went to my bed, came there the next day. The neighbours were, were vexed, to say the least. So that happened. And that would have been maybe OK if they didn't try and do the same thing again. Probably a couple months later, they tried to do the same thing again. I managed to stop that one just before it started. But that's when I realized, 
And that's when everyone realized, Luke, you're, you're just not good enough yet. And this is the thing. I'm very, I'm okay with not being good enough at what I do because I know I will get there. And I just wasn't good enough for such a big deal. I wasn't good enough to stay on top of it. I wasn't good enough. The deal came too soon. This good deal came too soon in my journey, right? And so instead, that's when I realized, again, when the student is ready, the master appears. And what, sorry, what it taught me, where am I going? What it taught me, again, was that failure can be, failure is my friend. That's one of the points we're going to come to later. Failure is one of the greatest teachers you will have. That will never happen to me again. Never. Impossible. It will never happen to me again. I'll put the relevant things in place to make sure that never happened. But it did happen. And it's such a sore point, but it did happen. And that's the reality. And what we have to do when we face these obstacles is obviously we just have to move forward, move past it and see what we can do. So that's what we did. For the first three months, I was trauma. Like I'm a very positive, upbeat person. And this is the first thing I think that's happened in any type of financial endeavor where I was kind of rocked because it was, it was a big deal. Everything was, I thought everything was going right. I thought I had some better systems in place. I thought it was all good. And it, just capitulated so it was hard and if it again if it wasn't for the rent to rent community I don't know if I would have continued on that journey but I kept calling in on those calls I shared with Stephanie and Nikki what had happened and they had advice they had support and again I don't think I would have carried on had I not had that community because it was it was tough it was tough so yeah so that brings us to to now but here's what interesting what did happen another relative who had actually helped look after the property and had brought me cleaners when the, that, that holiday let was up and running. She had saw what I was doing and she saw that, wow, someone had trusted you. That property was about worth 1.6 million. Someone has trusted you with this property. Someone, you know, you know what you're doing. You've got things in place. She said, you know what? I've got a property that I'd like you to have a look at. And that was this one. This is a seven bed HMO. It had three tenants in situ. I took this one in December last year, December last year and these are the figures so yeah three outgoings just under four grand rent from tenants 4,800 and cash flows about 885 pounds at the moment and then from that a friend of hers has given me another property is that the same one okay no a five bed a five bed hmo is her friend's property which cash flows at 642 i didn't put all the figures in just for time and the same lady who's given me the seven bed, she has another property which she gave me this month, which is a five bed studio with two tenants in situ. So these are the figures at the moment, 885, yeah, total 4,181 in cash flow at the moment. And these are my three, three lessons. I kind of shared it with you as we, as we went along. Number one, other people's problems are your opportunities. So look out for what people are struggling with. You can provide a solution. When you finish crying, well, I'm still crying, but when you finish crying, failure is your friend and your teacher. I think a lot of these things, you've probably heard a lot about mindset, but it's the reality. How you think about what happens to you is more important than what happens to you. And so if you decide it's the end, it's the end. And if you decide that this is just an obstacle for you to get over, then it's an obstacle for you to get over. And then the greatest threat to your success is other opportunities. So be careful for those those subtle things that seem like they're good roads to go down, but are just going to sabotage your journey in the long run and then yeah i just can't say enough about rent to rent and actually i wanted to present you with something today stephanie i thought both of you was going to be here but it's only you but i just want to say thank you so much because yeah 
I love what Luke talks about in that talk um, it, because one of the crucial things is it's not the bad opportunities that divert you. It's the good opportunities because anything you do can work. But one of the things he said is you have to focus on something, at least at the beginning, to be successful at it. You've got to focus. And that's why we love having the three-month program where you focus for three months on getting your rent-to-rent business up and running. And that's what creates that success. It's that focus on one thing. And it's not that these other things don't work. It's just that they can't all work at the same time, especially when you're at the beginning and you're learning all of them. So that was the, one of the lessons I took from what Luke talked about he remember he said he was diverted for a long while before he found us but when he joined the kickstarter program he decided to focus for the time that he was in it and he created so much from that so luke also talked about investment and i just bring that out there He didn't wait until he had all the money to get started. He got started and then different doors to money opened, different doors to properties opened. You don't need to have everything at the start, but you do need to start. As he begins taking those steps up the mountain, more and more comes into your view, more and more becomes available to you. So, the the third thing that I wanted to draw out that Luke talked about is the benefit of having a solid plan. So Luke was doing rent to rent on his own before. And what he loved about Kickstarter was coming in and having a solid step-by-step plan, a plan that's been tried and tested, a plan that many people have done, not just us. And he noticed the difference from that. A solid plan gives you that inner confidence to take action. And it attracts people to you like a magnet. Uh, Like if you're wanting investment. I remember when Brenda came on, she talked about how her JV partner, um, he was attracted to her to working together on that JV because she had done the training. And I really love that. So having that plan, being involved in something like Kickstarter will give you such a boost, not just for the step-by-step plan, but also for the community and for the support. So if that's something that you want for yourself, then you can join the Rent to Rent Kickstarter membership. And your first step, you must watch the Rent to Rent Success Masterclass. It's a 90-minute guide to all about Rent to Rent and also tells you about the mentorship. And that is at renttorentsuccess.com slash guide. What I love about what we do is working with incredible people like Luke who really have transformed their lives. Um, Having a job is great, but also being able to create your own revenue, being able to create your own income. That is very special too. So until next week, have a great rest of the week. I will see you soon. Until then, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer. 
Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on Rents to Rent. You can find it at rentstorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best Rent to Rent HMO book and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.